Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best ice cream? T- uh, question mark. Top gaming consoles? Best blenders? Nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when they think they are right. I'm your host, Zach Rancourt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Dylan Jupp. How are you doing, Zach? Uh, I'm not bad. I just watched a really trippy movie, but it was cool, and uh, I want to break it down via YouTube because my mind is racing right now. But oh, other yeah. than that, yeah, one of them I'll, kind of movies, huh? Yeah, one of them kind of movies. It's a Charlie Kaufman film, so Make, it's uh, he's crazy. But it's, I love nog and thinking. I like it. Good. Exactly, eggnog. And uh, always we have Tom Lockhart. Yeah. Hey, Tom. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I made some brats tonight, and I dipped them in spicy mustard. You and your meats, your assorted meats. Every night. (laughs) You got more Slim Jims than Randy Savage there, buddy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I had meat for every meal today. Jesus Christ. You should Uh, not eat meat anymore. You should come over to the the light side, to the Jedi way. (laughs) That sounds terrible. All about the Sith. But uh, but guys, um, I have a question for you. Were you guys ever born at all? Um, once or twice. Tom, why don't you? Okay, all right. You know, I think I, I'm I'm fairly certain I was. I uh, I feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty confident about being born. And uh, so far, I feel like I've uh, you know, I've I've done right by the world. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone was was born a baby and chances are that you probably were created by parents, whether you had a mom and a dad, two moms, two dads or whatever combination is applicable. Parents are iconic figures throughout history. And additionally, throughout history, we have seen these familial figures through TV shows, movies, sports, politics and even everyday normal folks alike. So today we are here to try and discuss who are the most iconic parents of all time? Now, to enhance discussion, we didn't share our list with each other, and by no means are we experts or historians in said category. We're just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense and make fun of Tom. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Which is easy yeah. to do, so I feel like maybe we're taking some cheap shots. Maybe we'll, uh, you know, e- ease up a little bit, Tom. I'll, I'll let you make fun of me. It's going to be hard to do, but I'm going to let you try. Good. I do. I do have feelings. <laughs> you you liar. How dare you? <laughs> I feel like our friend group, but mostly me, uh, we all just do voices for each other. But again, mostly just me. I have a yeah. voice for all of us, for for Eric, for for you, for Mike, for uh, who else is in our friend group? For Tom. Mike, but who- Mike's your favorite. I, I know that 100 yeah. well, percent. Mike's love the best Mike. one. Because Mike is like this. He's a, it's a beast. And then <laughs> That's crazy. Eric is like, spaghetti about it. I'm going to eat some spaghetti. So, and then Dylan's just, Dylan's like, oh, I'm hella hungry. Here's your shirt. I am. Oh. <laughs> I am. I am hella hungry right now. I got, I actually got some great stuff baking in the oven right now. It's going to be fantastic. Some chicken tendies? Uh, no, no. We got some, uh, actually, I can tell you real quick. It's an apple sriracha uh, pork. With uh, mashed mm-hmm. potatoes, uh, garlic mashed potatoes that I did all myself, and it's going to blend all together, and it's going to be so the sriracha goes into the mashed potatoes, so the potatoes got that little bit of a kick to it. Fantastic! Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. Wow! I know, I know. So now let's talk some food, right? Like let's let's just yeah. get right into it. You should eat less meat. <laughs> I do eat less meat, actually. Um, Good. I still Good. eat meat, but um, I do eat less of it for sure. I have uh, I've been I've been cutting back on the weight. You know, I'm down about 30 pounds since last summer, last summer. Yeah. So cut back on the sugars, cut back on the the eating. Cause like, 
oh, the overeating because I'm eating that stuff that I'm cooking right now. I'm going to eat the hell out of that, but <laughs> I'm going to try to like, you know, a little on the, you know, save some for tomorrow and whatnot. But yeah, it's the overeating, the sugar, man. I'm down some pounds, feeling good. Just got back from kickboxing, feeling great. Tom, I'd kick you right in the head right now if I could, just to show wow. dominance. <laughs> wow. This is, no, a, this, this is intense. So, just kidding. Well, just kidding. With, that, with that intensity, Dylan, why don't you start us off with your first uh, top five iconic parents? I would love to. Um, so I really enjoyed actually this list. I'm just going to, I, I was thinking about all the, all the people that I know, like uh, real life people, you know, I could pick my own parents or whatnot, or other people that I've known as famous people and whatnot. But um, one that like I grew up with um, is a pretty easy one, right? Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Uncle Phil, Aunt Vivian. Um, they are they, I want to kick things off with them because I absolutely loved everything with Uncle Phil. Like, and, and he is a parent. I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call him Uncle Phil because he's Uncle Phil, right? Like, let's be totally honest. He's not Dad Phil, but he does have three kids, and uh, they are all fantastic as well in their own little way. You know, you got the uh, the oldest one, um, which I'm like totally blanking on their names right now, but I don't know why because I've seen all of like all of the episodes. But he eventually becomes a dad to will smith which is kind of what i was getting at um and then one of the scenes which is one of like the most heart-wrenching scenes like ever uh is actually when will smith's dad like walks out right and he's yelling at him and he's like trying to sneak out and whatnot uncle phil comes in and they have like the big embrace and hug and whatnot and that one that scene was just uh, it's a killer and and it shows that like uncle phil was like really the dad all along you know, he never really had the dad. He had his mom. You know, she's back in Philadelphia, and she was she's wonderful. She sent him off to have a better life. But uh, Uncle Phil, Aunt Vivian, both Aunt Vivians, by the way, because she got replaced a little bit later that's on. Right. Yeah, <laughs> season <right. laughs> after season three, all of a sudden there's just a new lady there, and you just kind of like you just kind of roll with it. You're like, all right, I guess you know whatever. But uh, so yeah, so Uncle Phil, rest in peace. Uh, he passed away a while back, and uh, he was wonderful. And then uh, Aunt Vivian as well. That is a uh, how I'm kicking off some of the best parents, iconic parents of the nineties, especially like fresh princes is one of the best, best nineties yeah. show out there. Fantastic. That's yeah. True. James Avery, RIP. He was, a, yes. he, he was a James good actor. Avery. He was iconic as uncle Phil, but I always say break out Lucille. Let's uh, it's like one of my oh. favorite moments from that movie, but, <laughs> that show when he's pool hustling. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. He's break out Lucille. <laughs> yeah. I think he says that or it's like get get Lucille or something like yeah. that. Anyways, but yeah, you know, everyone pretty much knows it. And I mean, it's one of the most iconic theme songs of all time. I don't know if I've ever been anywhere. I could walk down the street and just go in West Philadelphia and like people would join in, you know, <laughs> yeah, like they, everyone knows it. You know and, exactly uh, what that is. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I absolutely love the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but I never watched it religiously. It, they're all on HBO Max, which is really great. And I didn't watch the reunion, but um, I definitely saw quite a few episodes of it. It's such a good show. Yeah, it's kind of that strange generational gap because I'm, you know, again, I'm 38. So I was like during when when it was on, I was a, a teenager. I think it was like 90. Um, I can't remember what the years was. It was like it was in the mid 90s. Right. So. You know, it was um, it was right when I was like in those like impressionable years or whatever you want to call it, like, you know, 12 to 16 or whatever. And I just I just I loved it. You know, all the the special guests that were on there. Fantastic. And this Uncle Phil with like, I mean, they're both super successful, too. You know, she's a teacher. He's a judge. And so it was just like this. You know, they, they were always pushing their kids, you know, be smart, be good. And then, of course, they have like um, the oldest and she's just like just spending all the money. And then you got um, Carlton 
classic Carlton, you know, he, he, he tries his best, you know, and whatnot. So it's, uh, yeah, they are, they're fantastic. So. Sweet. Yeah. Very good pick. I agree. Uncle Phil, yeah, even though he's did. an uncle, he's still a father figure. Absolutely. Thomas, Thomas, what do you got for us? Okay. So I'm glad we went with parents as the word, because I'm about to tell you about the best dad around. He is stable and calm. He is edgy and cool. He is funny. And he's three people. (laughs) We got Danny Tanner, Joey Gladstone, and Jesse Kostopoulos from Full House. Look at you. They Mm -hmm. are the perfect dad. As They're cohesive where they all play their part. They can all be the dad figure in their own way. Um, I grew up on Full House. I love Full House. Um, Another good 90s show. It's a very good 90s show. Um, But yeah, they all have their own way of dealing with things. Um, Some of them are a little more irresponsible than others. Joey and Jesse. Um, And Danny is a little too strict. And it just makes the perfect combination of dad. So yeah, that's what I got. Wow. Full House is a good one. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, sorry. It's another one of those shows that I, I, I didn't really watch, but like I it grew up like it was always on. You know, it's that great. Like, I think it actually started in the 80s, maybe like late 80s or something. Yeah, it was like 88, 89. Yeah. Yeah. So it was right, right there. I bet, Zach, you're not, a, you didn't even watch Full House, did you? What are you even talking about? I freaking love did you? Full House. Yeah, oh, okay. I absolutely I, love I, Full House. Well, you said you didn't watch a show that came on later on, so I just maybe thought that that wasn't in your wheelhouse, you know? It wasn't in my wheelhouse. It was in my full house. And that's why I have to agree with Tom that that both Uncle Danny, Uncle Joey, and uh, Bob Saget are, <laughs> are also on my <laughs> list of greatest fathers of all time. I just like calling him yes. Bob Saget, not Danny Tanner. <laughs> Uncle right, Joey, Uncle, Uncle Jesse, <laughs> Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey, and Bob Saget, Danny. Bob Saget. Uh, yes, they're also on my list of greatest parents of all time because it's such a weird combination for them. Like Bob Saget, you know, is, is the TV dad. And then Uncle Jesse is the have mercy, you know, like the the hunk who's kind of a cool guy who sings at Disney World in that weird music video. And then Uncle Joey's the weird friend who's, you know, that odd uncle who just gave cool living in the basement <laughs> yeah like okay he's like me in 10 years <laughs> so um very interesting dynamic between all of them but yeah i, I absolutely love full house i didn't want to get into fuller house i have a whole thing about um nostalgia and bringing back old shows with with the whole hey remember this you know all the member berries that are in it so i'm not a fan of them redoing these shows but yeah, they were they were classic examples. I mean, you could say anything. You'd be like, "Hey, who who's Bob Saget?" And people would be like, "Oh, that was you know Danny Danny Tanner." So he's that really dirty comedian. Yeah, he says that. I know, which is really, which is so funny because he was like also America's funniest home videos, like super wholesome, Full House, really wholesome comedian. Mm-hmm. Not that wholesome. <laughs> he, no, yeah, he'll, he'll he'll get into well, it, but he's super funny. He, he's like Robin Williams, where Robin Williams was not clean at all, but he's the genie in Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah, he's Patch Adams. I mean, like, yeah, it, it is funny. <laughs> this <yeah>. is Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His movies Absolutely. are incredibly wholesome. I mean, Hook and all those. Yeah, you're right. And then his comedy. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. So um, it's it's definitely you know on there, but uh, that's 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 on my list too, Tom. So great. Well, we just we've knocked both of those out really quick. But uh, we got some Dylan, good '90s shows. Yeah. Dylan, what's your what's your next one? So I'm gonna do something really recent. Um, this show is easily one of my favorites. Um, it it hasn't it it hasn't been on even last decade. Um, but I absolutely love love Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers, <laughs> I feel like, is one of the more recently greatest shows. Linda and Bob, like, Linda, are just Lynn, <laughs> Lynn, honey, Lynn, Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh yeah. I, Pass oh, the cranberry sauce. <laughs> We're having I love. Yeah, I love Bob's Linda Burgers. so much. Yeah. <laughs> Linda is one of the most perfect moms. She is. She's feisty when she needs to. You know, she <laughs> makes. She she's uh, she's gone to bat for her kids. Who, by the way, I feel like they're probably the best kids of all cartoons we've ever seen. Like you know, Ooh, you think about like the Simpsons careful, and Family careful. Guy or whatever. No, <laughs> Tina, Louise, and Jean uh, are the perfect combination of but, Tina. But. Oh, God. <laughs> Tina, the, the incredibly awkward who was originally a boy. And then they actually changed her into a girl. And then Jean being just the absolute goofy one. And Louise being like, like the, she's all trying Crazy to make one. deals. Like she just, she's yeah. nuts, but she's always like, She's got her lock picking kit. You know, she's she's always like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's 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 gold. Hang on. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? She's always wheeling and dealing. You know, she's a hustler. And and Bob is just me. Like I I just as a as a guy who also owns a small business and I look at, you know, like the the very first episode when he's just like, I'd fire you all if I could. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like, you're all you're you're my family and I love you. But but you're all terrible. (laughs) Yeah. And it just oh, God, it just. So that, uh, yeah, Bob is, is, is me, you know, they, they hate, I don't say they hate fun, but like they're in their mid forties. So they're just like fun to them is like, you know, going up to the couch and watching a movie and falling asleep and maybe sleeping in or whatever now at this point. So, (laughs) right. So no, the, the, the Belchers, they are Bob's burgers. They are in New Jersey and all of the characters around as well make a great show, but they are. They're great parents. They they go to bat for their kids and uh, and and they run their business. You know they got the the Jimmy Pesto right across the street and Bob's got to keep fighting him and and he ain't he ain't having it. Man. He ain't backing down. It's uh, it's it's fantastic. So Bob and uh, Linda Belcher. I I feel like this is gonna go real quick because I also have Bob and Linda Belcher on mine. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they they aren't the perfect parents, but it's what I see myself being in the future. <laughs> it's nice to get a little glimpse of, yeah, that's going to be me soon. I, I can see that very right. easily. Just, just kind of being like, ugh. Or- Whenever yeah. I whenever whenever I drink, I always say I've only had a half of four bottles of wine because <laughs> that's yeah. what she says. <laughs> Mom, mommy and, doesn't get drunk. She, mommy has fun. She, mommy has fun. <laughs> mommy doesn't get drunk. She has fun. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. Yeah, I know she is hilarious, but oh my god! Yeah, voiced just... by uh, John Roberts, which a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know. Actually, voiced by uh, by a guy, and uh, yeah, she is she is absolutely fantastic. But yeah, and her sister, like her sister, she has to put up with uh, with with Gail is just oh my god. Gail is mm-hmm. just <laughs> completely nuts and she supports her because she's a supportive sister and a supportive mom and and i think linda's just she's one of the perfect like one of the perfect mothers out there obviously she's a cartoon so you can do whatever but it, i mean she supports her family she supports everyone she wants to 
you know, have fun and, and do fun things and be the fun mom and, you know, take their kids like out to check out a werewolf and stuff like that. But also, you know, Ooh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, dude, it's I, I um yeah, I haven't seen every episode of Bob's Burger because they took it off of Hulu, I think. And then they put it back on and it is a show it's I need to revisit. Again, yeah. yeah, I need to revisit it. But they are doing a movie, too. Um, yeah, at some it got point. postponed. Yeah, yeah that's, that was a bummer. That's what I'm got hearing. So yeah, I think it's going to be in 2022 is what I keep hearing as well because I'm super stoked for that. So yeah, me too. Tom, do you have anything else to say about Linda and Bob Belcher? No, they're great. Cool, good. Well, that'll yeah. go. That this will go quick. So yeah. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my next pick, and it's actually not a fictional family. Uh, I have uh, Barack and Michelle Obama. They are oh, good. Barack was my favorite president. Uh, he was amazing. And I love Michelle so much. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's powerful. She's incredible. And they're both awesome parents. I mean, we both know their daughters, Malia and Sasha. Uh, we saw them when they were kids back in 2000. And what was it? Six when uh, Obama got uh, elected. 2007, I guess, was the inauguration. But right. Any anyways, um, I, I one of the fun f- stats that I remember from that was like she was I think Sasha was still in school and they were going to have a movie night at the White House for her friends and they were going to show like movies these a couple Disney movies that were still in theaters and I'm like motherfucker I want that <laughs> so <laughs> it was uh, it was really cool but I mean we've seen them grow up and they just look like an awesome family and Obama just it seems like such a cool dad like he seems like that dad that would you know, say dad jokes to you and then go shoot hoops out in the back or something. It just, <laughs> he is like such a cool guy. And Michelle is so smart and so amazing. But yeah, the, the Obamas are definitely an iconic family in history. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I wanted to true. put them on my list. Actually. I just, I didn't do it, but I, they were like one of the first like parent couples or whatever that popped right into my head of like real life couples. And I was just like, yeah, that's like the perfect family. Like, I mean, like they're they're both smart, they're both intelligent, well spoken, and they both have two kids that are that are just also smart and intelligent and well spoken. And it's just like you look at them, yeah. and just like, why well, do you all have great smiles? <laughs> and they don't they don't they don't hide their love for each other too. Like Barack is not shy of of showing how much he loves Michelle. So that's that's really refreshing to see uh, when when couples actually like each other. So <laughs> yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's good as as parents to see that. You know, one day, one day when I have kids, I hope that I can accomplish that. But we'll see. I hope you can, too. <laughs> it's hard, it's going to be hard to find someone that really likes you. I mean, like, you're OK, I guess. But, you know, That's really past that, it's really rude. <laughs> I don't know what I did to deserve that. But OK, you're so, wonderful, Zach. You're wonderful. All right, your well, pick was well, wonderful. too. Thank you, Mr. Wonderful. What is your next pick, Dylan? Um, I so I was going back and forth on on all of my picks. This next pick, I feel like has over the last several years, really picked up a lot in steam of what people kind of consider to be the perfect couple. Um, one of my most favorite couples, and a movie still holds up today, that is Morticia and Gomez Adams. Oh, they interesting. They are... I didn't yeah, even think of that. They are, think about that. They are who I want to be as the couple. I... Like so, you go like you do like the whole five love signs or whatever, and like my mine was like uh, whatever you know, uh, touching love love languages, love languages. That's what it is. Yes, yes, the love languages. (laughs) I can't. I always forget what they're called. But anyways, so you like touching? (laughs) It's whatever the physical touch. (laughs) 
you you can call a cop, Zach. That's totally <laughs> fine. But Morticia and Gomez Adams, they are to me like they they're they're the couple that like a lot of people don't really necessarily like until recently. Recently, like you know, because a lot of people talk about couples and they're like, oh, I want to you know find your relationship like Joker and uh, Harley Quinn. It's like, man, that is that's not healthy at all. And you look at these two people, and they are not like. Uh, they are at each other's side the entire time. They have each other's back no matter what. They're both incredibly smart. They are, uh, well, they're wonderful dancers, by the way, in the, uh, in, you know, in the movie. They, they, they let their kids be who they, they want to be. You know, like they, if, if Wednesdays want to grab an axe and she wants to go after uh, uh, Pugsley, pfft, you know what, Wednesday, more power to you. You know, if you want to wear your black one piece at the swims at the, the, the uh, summer camp or whatever, so they are they're, they're a couple that I feel like a lot of people are like recently starting to strive towards as like they are very loving. They are still like I think they're probably in their 40s, you know, in, in the in the movies or whatever. Um, they call each other like sweet names and they're just they have each other's back. They're Got a me, great uh... family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like looking it up. And, and so so they are a couple that I 100% was just like, man, I got to put them on the list because they, especially through the test of time. I mean, I think they came out in like the 30s. And so there's been a lot of them. But the movies, the Adams Family um, with uh, now I'm like totally spacing on the guy. Raul Julia. Raul Julia. Or Gul- I know he'd be Raul Julia, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what is Morticia's name? I'm going to I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, is it Glenn I'm, Close? No, 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 no it's no, not Glenn it's, Close. No, 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 no. It's, no I can't remember who it is either. Uh, it's, it's. Hold on a second. Well, I mean, look, we have the internet here. I know. I actually. <laughs> oh, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, um, Angelica. Angelica it, Houston. No, Huston? Angelica Houston. Angelica. Angelica. Houston. Okay, there we yeah. go. Anyways, yes, her. So she's absolutely wonderful. I mean, she mm-hmm. is just. She's tall. The dark hair. The light skin. She's just gorgeous, and he is just smooth and and absolutely he yeah and another actor actually that also passed away you know he was a wonderful actor but he was he was the 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 gomez that that just i feel like set the set the bar just absolutely so they were a wonderful couple he was he was m bison in street fighter yeah i know Mm -hmm. we don't want to talk about that (laughs) no he he did he actually did a good job he did a great job absolutely yeah unfortunately the movie and while while he was filming that movie he was suffering from stomach cancer which he died Mm -hmm. from I know, yeah, super sad. Like, that was like uh, Chadwick Boseman's status right there. It was super yeah. sad. So yeah, but uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's a good pick. I know it's it, it's interesting. Something you said about you know uh, you said something about a um, couple not being perfect, and and you think that the Adams family couple, Gomez and Morticia, are perfect. It's it's interesting though because you, you, uh, it's it's very easy for us as outsiders to look in. Let's say they were a real couple. It's very easy for us as outsiders to look in and say, oh yeah, this couple's perfect and this couple's not. We don't know the inner workings of how stuff happens. And so I don't know. I, I just think it's it's fascinating to to have that perception from Mortician Gomez because I never would have thought that. I would have just been like, yeah, it's great that they love each other, but maybe they're in lust with each other and not love. But I agree with you. I think I'm more I'm more of the maybe, former maybe they're that both they, that they love honestly. each other. Yeah. yeah, could be totally. It's very interesting. And they're and their kids are cool. And uh, they have a butler named Lurch. Absolutely. Uncle Fester, fantastic. Christopher yeah. Lloyd did a great job. I love that yeah. movie. I watched it just the other day and it was still like, it's still, there's it's so funny. many people in there. Yeah, it's still funny. Yeah, it's, it's, great, it's really so. funny. But Thomas, right, Tom. Thomas, what's your, your third one? 
Uh, my third one is Dre and Rainbow Johnson from Blackish. So Blackish is one of the funniest shows on TV right now, just mm-hmm. so you all know. That's what I've heard. Um, they raise five kids. Um, the, it's nice to see a a positive depiction of an African American couple. Um, yeah, my mind just went blank. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, but they're both uh, successful. She's a doctor, and he's in ads. Uh, they have their flaws still. He is a little bit of a mama's boy, and she actually is. Her son's a mama's boy to her, and they get a little too close sometimes. <laughs> um, but I, I love Blackish, um, and I probably never would have watched it if it wasn't for my fiance, just because I just don't watch things and. I need people to push me usually. <laughs> yeah. Right. You kind of like, like, this is good. And you're like, okay, I will sit down and watch this and not just watch The Office for like the 75th time. Or yes. I, need, <laughs> I always watch I, I The need Office. somebody <laughs> to direct me to watch things because I'm just going to watch the same things over and over again because yeah. they're still funny to me every single time. <laughs> I've heard that that show is really good as well. And uh, when I was lo- researching, like, you know, uh, uh, parents, like, you know, popular parents or whatever. And that one came up on like every list that I was looking up and I was like, Hmm, maybe I should, maybe I should actually pop this on and, and, and start watching it. So. And they both come from different places. He comes from Compton and she, her parents were hippies and lived like in the desert. So there's that going against each other. That is definitely two different places. Um, <laughs> and the desert, yeah, all their kids are their own interesting characters. One of them might be a serial killer, kind of. She's a badass, but yeah. Um, but yeah, Blackish is a great show that everyone should watch. So yeah, that's uh, it has it's 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, and it's 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it sounds like a lot of people like it, and it's uh, they're going on five, se- six seasons now? It's been going since uh, 2014, yeah. which What's is absolutely, absolutely incredible. So Because didn't they do, they had some spinoffs from this, right? From Blackish? Uh, yeah, they... They had, I think it was called Mixed Dish, which was about Rainbow's family because she's yeah. mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was Grownish, which is one of their kids goes off to college, so they branch off into that show for her. Um, yeah, and for the most part, it's a comedy show, but it also delves into uh, lots of social justice issues, as you could, I mean, go from the name. Oh, like, yeah, it's totally. Gonna, oh, 100%, Yeah. <laughs> So it makes you think too, along with laugh. Didn't they have an episode recently where um, Dre was explaining to his son about wearing a hoodie and like walking down a street, you know, or like if you've ever run into an officer? Yes, there's been a bunch of different episodes relating to a whole bunch of different stuff that makes you go, ooh. Yeah, crazy stuff. But I was just laughing last episode. Now, (laughs) yeah. And now we're like, oh, shit. (laughs) So, yeah, I um, I haven't seen it because I just don't really watch that much TV. It is on Hulu, though, and I have heard really good things about it. And I love Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross is really funny, too. I like the things Mm -hmm. that she's been in. So, um, okay, good choice. Dre and Rainbow. I like the names. (laughs) (laughs) Rainbow is a cool name. 
but uh, yeah, let's see. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so Zach, what do you got? My my third uh, parental figures are incredibly iconic and I mean, probably one of the greatest shows of all time, Homer and Marge Simpson. You can go anywhere and you can discuss Homer and Marge. You could say the names and people will, will tell you things. They'll give you your favorite Homer quote. But uh, I think part of the reason The Simpsons are so near and dear to me is because it came out the year I was born in 1987 and it's been going strong since. Now, I'll admit I haven't watched past like season, I think, 17 or 18. But I mean, I still put them on from season one and just let it run in the background sometimes. I absolutely love The Simpsons. And I think the dynamic between Homer and Marge is really great because you shouldn't have this fat, dumb guy who is... Very dumb. That's all to say. Uh, <laughs> married to this 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 fox, this smart, loving mother, Marge. But it works, and I like I like the flashback episodes. You know when they show in high school how they met, how Artie Ziff tried to get handsy with Marge, and she was like, "Leave me, let me out of here," blah blah blah, and then picked up Homer, and they fell in love. I thought it was really great, and it's it's you yeah. know it's a not a perfect couple that you sometimes see on on fake sitcoms and stuff. It's a dysfunctional couple and a dysfunctional family but they love each other i absolutely adore homer and marge but what say you guys uh they're on my list too i'll just go ahead and just flat out say it right now a hundred percent of a list. bitch yeah son no, of you're, a you're, bitch. you're right uh the simpsons iconic i mean like i grew up watching them you know it was like one of the shows that my parents would let me watch you know because it was still you know still i was, I was still a kid you know and and it was kind of like the, okay, this is kind of, you know, acceptable. And then some like South Park came on later on. They're like, eh, I don't know about that. But, but the Simpsons was always very PG and, and yeah, they always feel I, I, Homer and March. I mean, they're iconic, right? They're just a, um, they're, they're just a cartoon, but at the same time, it's, it's the, the idea that they will do anything and figure it out. You know, like you, that, that's kind of the, the idea is like, they will, I mean, whatever happens, they still got each other's backs and they got to deal with the kids. And, you know, Marge is kind of like, you know, she's, she's kind of the stay at home housewife and, and, and enjoys that. She wants to do that and take care of everything. And I mean, Homer thinks he has a job. I don't know if he ever really, you know, he goes to the power plant sometimes. We don't really know if he still works there, but, but yeah, they're on my list too. Iconic. I mean, I still watch the Simpsons today. I, I, I still rewatch them. They're on Disney plus and, yeah. and I'll throw it on at work or, if I just need to like just kind of zone out for a little bit just after a long day of work or something like that, I'll throw on the Simpsons because every episode is, I mean, it's just, it's just perfect. It's just perfect episodes all day. So, you know, it's a good marriage when you can survive kids being in elementary school for 25 years. I know that is tough. Yeah. South Park actually, are- South Park actually progressed the kids to the next grade. They went from like third to fourth grade. So that was really cool. But the Simpsons, like Bart's always been in, in what, fifth grade, fourth, Lisa's grade. Always, fourth grade. And Lisa's always been in second grade. So yep. yeah, longest they, school year ever. Yeah. yeah and, and, and it's over 30 now. I mean, like they've been on air for 30, yeah. 32, <laughs> 30, 31, 33 seasons. years, 33, 33 years. years. Yeah. Well, I guess in terms of seasons, yeah, it'll be like 33 season coming up. Or yep, maybe yeah. started it now, but and and they've uh, they've bumped up. They you know one time remember uh, Bart was demoted to kindergarten and he did really well in there. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a couple times I think Lisa's been bumped up and 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 Homer and Marge support it or we're doing something else crazy or whatever. I'm not really sure, but but yeah, the Artie Artie Ziff episodes are fantastic. The um, John Lovitz, what, yeah, John Lovitz. Oh God, I, John Lovitz is fantastic do, too. Do you want to hear the top five according to Time Magazine, the top five Simpsons episodes of all time? Yes, I do. Okay, what is your favorite Simpsons episode of all time? 
I don't know if I could just give you one off the top of my head. Oh, I easily but, can. Uh, Thomas, what about you? I like the monorail one. <laughs> Dylan, can you? What were you gonna say? Uh, the one that the one that pops like just staring at at Google of the Simpsons. The one that pops into my head is when the one where um Homer is uh trying to see if his life would be better off without Marge or not because he works with that Mindy chick. And then at the very end, like yeah. him and Mindy are sitting on the bed, and then Marge is rare, and he sings the Oh Margie, oh, Margie you, you came, came and you gave, gave me a turkey, turkey on my on vacation, my vacation away, away from work. From work. <laughs> yeah, fantastic! Like that that whole yeah. song. And that that's the first episode that popped into my head. I don't know if it's my cool. favorite, but it's a really good one. Cool. So actually, Tom is right. Uh, according to Time Magazine, Marge versus the Monorail is um, number one. And of course, it's incredible. Here's my pen knife, my good man. Yeah. <laughs> love, love that movie so much. That, that was number Light. one? Yeah. The monorail? I've sold, wow. I've sold Monorails to Ogdenville. <laughs> whatever, whatever. And yeah, I love that, <laughs> that episode. And then the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie show apparently is number two. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one, too. Uh, Poochie the Dog. Poochie was the dog. Yeah. Okay. Was right. Dog. Right. Yep. N- number three is Treehouse of Horror Five. That's from season six, and that one had The Shining in it, which was amazing. No okay. beer and no TV make Homer something something. So, <laughs> go go crazy? crazy. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> uh, so that one was really good. I actually, recently just watched that. And then um, number four was The President Wore Pearls, and that was from I just season that one recently. Fifth Season fifteen, episode yep. three. That's the what one with Lisa. She be, one. She be, it's the one where Lisa becomes student body president, and they basically yeah. like the the faculty uses her to like get and they like dress her all up and just put That's her out right. there and it's yep. like, oh yeah, I just yeah. watched that one like a week ago. Yep. And then number five, and this one is is I'm glad this is on here. It's Homer at the Bat. It's when he plays on the softball team, Mr. Oh. Burns' softball team, <laughs> yes. and they he hires all the baseball players like Roger Ken Clemens Griffey and Griffey Jr. Jr. Yeah. And uh, that's a really good, really good thing. They're like, they say he carved it from a bigger bat. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, they all get, uh, they all get a bunch of steroids and like Wade Boggs is on there. And yeah. no, there's no steroids. They all just have like issues. Like Wade no, Boggs uh, is told to shave his sideburns. Ken Griffey, no, Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, drinks like a giant juice. It's like a, it's yeah. a juice that makes you bigger <laughs> oh, or something. Right. It's, okay. it's weird. That's what but it um, yeah, there's side effects. So he gets giantism. Yeah. So it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> and then Ozzy Smith gets lost in the uh like the lost world thing. He's spinning in this nowhere circle. Uh, I Twilight Zone. Called. No, yeah, it's like Twilight. it's called yeah. the mystery it's the mystery spot. You know, like the mystery spot um the thing that it's like a tourist trap that everybody goes to an attraction, but it's funny. So um, yeah, really yeah. cool. Okay, cool, sweet. <laughs> Thomas, what is your your fourth one? Okay, my fourth one is from my favorite show from the last five years. Jack and Rebecca Pearson from This Is Us. Have either of you seen This Is Us? I don't like it because it's. Uh, I think it's. I so also overrated. just can't do it. <laughs> I watched one episode with Kristen. Actually, Tom, you know her. I I was over uh-huh. at her house just hanging out, and I watched one episode, and it was just sadness nonstop. And I was like, and they were crying, and I'm like, why? I give give me the simpsons like let's be honest here you know i just yeah i also couldn't do it i've heard only great things but uh. well that's because there's only great things um yeah this wow you guys kind of like just crushed (laughs) me there (laughs) i'm sorry uh so so jack and rebecca pearson they are gonna have triplets and then one of the babies dies during the delivery super sad and then they adopt a baby who was left at the fire station. It was an African-American baby. 
and because they they think they should have three. The big three is their name. Um, and it's the there's very few shows that make me tear up. There's maybe only like four. And this has made me tear up at least four or five times throughout the I think they're on season four, three or four right now, because they just pull at your heartstrings. And Jack and Rebecca are the greatest couple. They've got their problems. Jack's an alcoholic, kind of, you know, no big deal. Um, And Rebecca gave up her dreams of being a singer. Um, But it just makes you so sad. You know, Jack is dead because it goes back and forth between the past and the present. So you know that he's dead. And it's, it's a slow build into season two to find out how Jack died. And it just, it hurts my soul. And I don't even believe in those. I, and that's why, well, first of all, I will say, by the way, uh, if and when it ever happens, when you become a parent, you tear up at a lot more stuff. It's, it's absurd. The amount of things that I, that gets me all like, <gasps> like, stop it, you know, like knock it off. But I just can't do it. I just, the, the shows that are just constantly sad all the time. And it's just, it, it, it's not sad all the time. Cause actually like, I would say most of the tearing up are happy things that happen in the show, but they just get you. Oh, so like, <laughs> um, Zach, so that's exactly like, how I feel. Oh, God. Well, I'm just gonna let, I'm, I'm gonna let Tom finish, and I'm gonna read something to him. There, there's an episode where uh, where Randall goes golfing, and he plays poorly, and like he's trying to get the uh the councilman to uh kind of like be a father figure to him and he like throughout the whole episode you think that his dad didn't like help him with golf or anything or he didn't see things the right way and then at the end you find out that his father helped him the whole time it's so hard to explain (laughs) But I'm kind of getting choked up right now just talking about it. Oh, God, Tom. <laughs> like, I can't handle my, my my emotions are mine. Yeah, no, no, okay, absolutely. Now, now, sure. No, no, no. Now, Zach, I'm, I'm, I'm not your little Tom. thing. Everyone deserves a good cry every now and then. I'll be totally honest, you know. I'm not going to yuck your yum, Tom. So I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and tell you your decision is, is dumb. But what I will tell you okay. is all this is it's not fair for me to say that it's a bad show because I haven't seen a single episode. But here's the thing. I've heard enough about it and I've read enough about it to already know what type of archetype the show is. And here's an article from the ringer. And I took this excerpt disguising an utterly average blueprint for a series as something much more ambitious is a genius marketing move, but it's an enormously frustrating creative decision. This is us takes the defining characteristic of the entire show. The basic fact everyone else in the series is built upon and presents itself as a dramatic twist doing so bulletproof the show against bad reviews for at least a week. The twist, not the flimsiness of the characters and plots, is the big story and created an artificial, completely unearned sense of surprise. And that's what I mean. I've heard it's a very shallow show. It, it Hollow would be actually a better term for it. That is so goddamn predictable. And I don't understand why people raved about it. It's one of those things like, did you guys see Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie? Mm-hmm. I fucking hated that movie. I absolutely hate that movie. And the reason why is it's not a horrible movie, but it's because 
it's not a very good movie, but everyone started telling everybody about how amazing it was. And then it, they played the telephone game and then everyone's like, oh, it's so good. So I heard from a lot of plebs that, you know, this is me being I'm get, I need to get off my my high horse. But <laughs> me being a cinephile, you know, all these um, all these plebs who were like, oh, my God, it's so amazing. You have to see it. It's, it's incredible. And I'm like, it's very, very basic. At, at best. And there are so many things in that movie that made me mad. And I feel I've had, I know friends who have the same sentiment that I do for Bohemian Rhapsody that say the same thing about this is us. So Tom, again, I'm not going to yuck your yum. If, if, if you think it's great, that's awesome because it's even clearly, though you just did for like five straight minutes. No, I'm giving him oh, my yeah. opinion. I'm giving him my opinion. And that's why I'm just like, you read, his, <laughs> you, you read your opinion. On I the think internet you should or whatever. watch it before you have that yeah. opinion. So I read an art. I, th- I, I, I read something to him. No, I, I it does not look like something for me. And I already know going into it that I'm not going to like it. So that unfortunately has ruined it for me. <laughs> I know that's a shitty thing to say, but honestly, I have heard enough from enough credible sources, i.e. my friends who who have the same opinions as I do for the most part. And they are like, you don't need to watch it. So I'm like, all right. All right yeah. I mean, it's, every yeah. show is not for everyone. I don't know if yeah, I can absolutely. watch it either. Absolutely. I just, I've been, you know, there's a lot of shows to watch out there and like, you know, he, he may lo- if he loves the show, that's totally fine. I just, I've never seen it. I, I don't know a lot about it, but I know that most of the types of shows that are similar to it are just mm-hmm. not in my wheelhouse. I just can't, like, I don't want to tear up all the time, Tom. I want to, you know, like, and you I know you, said, you don't tear up all the time. I know you said <laughs> that, but you, you know, you're getting choked up on the happy moments, choked up on the sad moments. I just, no, I, but I've heard, I mean, everyone just raves about the show. Never seen it. Totally fine. The, the, my list is going to get kind of awkward in a little bit, by the way. So go ahead. Zach, so, what's your next one? So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> again, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're wrong for your list. What were the names again? Who are the parents that you said for that one? Uh, Jack and Rebecca Pearson. Okay, that's uh, Mandy Moore and uh, the guy from Heroes, right? Milo Villagemilia. Ah, <laughs> oh, the guy from Heroes. I do love that guy. By the way, I hate his mustache. I don't know what it is in the show. Oh, just, his mustache oh. is great in that show. Oh, yeah. God, I absolutely hate it. But Mandy Moore, Mandy Moore, love her. So uh, I am jumping quickly to a real life couple. Um, so back it, last year, almost, well, yeah, 13 months ago, we lost a very, very great man in this world. It was unbelievable when it happened. But Kobe and Vanessa Bryant are on my list for best parents. Uh, Kobe was one of my favorite basketball players, one of my favorite athletes of all time. Absolutely loved him. And hearing that this 41 year old man had just tragically died with his his daughter, his 13 year old daughter. I believe she was 13 at the time, Gianna. It was just heartbreaking to hear because I thought it was fake. I thought it was fake news. And I'm like, wait, what? And the whole sports world, everybody just stopped. And I don't care who you were. Everyone across the globe knew knew who Kobe Bryant was. He was a great one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And what we didn't know was he was an amazing father. He had four daughters and that's all he cared about. Like basketball came, you know, second, it was his family that came first. And it was so heartbreaking to, to see this and to hear these things. And I mean, we, we heard the term, you know, he, he was so happy to be a girl dad. And like, for me, when I have kids, I can't wait to have girls just cause I'm, I, I want to model my life like after Kobe, you know, how, how to be a father. It's just, it's incredible. He was, he was there. He was their biggest supporter for, for their sports, for their activities. I mean, they could have been like, Hey, I want to be a painter. And he would be like, sweet, let's do this. Like, let's be the best at, at it, you know? And, uh, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. But, and then hearing Vanessa Bryant's, you know, uh, her, her speeches and everything after, was was very hard to watch but you can tell that he was he was loved by his family and i i totally think that they are an iconic couple 
But um, yes, Kobe and Vanessa Bryant are on my list. Tom, why don't you go ahead and get going on that one? I don't know. I still feel hurt from what Zach said. Oh, okay, well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll uh, get in on this because uh, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I really like Kobe as a dad. Uh, what you were saying about him supporting, he was incredibly supportive. And yeah, reading that was it was almost surreal. It's like that's that's not supposed to happen. You know, like just a, a, a helicopter and, and his daughter was in there as well. And yeah, that one, uh, that one, that one hurt, you know, because you see all the, the reactions of people. And, and he was obviously incredibly like respected and and four daughters is I oof, you better be ready and strong as, a, as as parents when you got four daughters. They, I'm assuming they were probably all in sports at some point or, or some sort of sports because of, mm-hmm. you know, who he is. And I'm pretty sure his wife was um she did sports too. I can't remember what she did, but I think she did sports too. But yeah, that, that's a that's a good one as well. He was uh, he was. I mean, four daughters is just man. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. He buddy. he will always be missed. Miss you, yeah, Kobe when Bryant. He, when he died, I didn't know it was happening because it's just like you don't hear those things. No, I like, thought it was fake. I thought it was like one of those yeah. things, you know, where it's like Tupac died, and you're like, shut up, Tupac's still alive, and you're like, wait, what? All this shit just happens. It's so weird, and it just makes you reevaluate like the, the how precious life can be. And just to hear that his daughter was in there, that's what broke my heart. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but that made every- me tear up, Tom. Uh, oh, that, my God. That, that reading that made me tear up big time. <laughs> I, I got a little choked up. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> That was a rough I one. I get night. choked up all the time. Oh, yeah, dude, I was uh, I was crying like a baby. Oh my god! And every everything that they were showing, all the in in memoriam stuff, everything. I was just, I was bawling for like a week. It just it was sad, dude. And yeah, crazy stuff. But uh, but we'll we'll, we'll change the tone a little bit. Dylan, do you want to give us your we final are one? Change the tone, absolutely. Because mine is they they still today. I look at them and I just I I become happy immediately. I become happy. I love the way she is gorgeous. He is tall and goofy, just like me. It is Jim and Pam from The Office. Absolutely love them as parents. Now, they were kind of parents later on or whatever. You know, like they, their kids, I think, only got to like ages like four or five and during the show. Um, but as a as a couple who become parents, just just like the the buildup of everything, the their friends and then she's engaged to Roy and then he's dating someone else. And then they're, you know, then they're both single, but they're awkward. And then he leaves and comes back and blah, blah, blah. And then they just, boom, there it is. Their wedding is just one of the best weddings out there. Uh, the, the, the dance, you know, scene and everything like that. And then they become parents and, and, you know, Pam's all super scared and Jim, he's, he's right there. You're going to, you know, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. She's like, I don't want to have the baby in the office, which I don't know anyone who would. So yes, they, I still watch the office today. I still smile and and like just there, you know, Jenna Fisher, who is just absolutely adorable in every single way. John Krasinski, who is, uh, is, is very funny and also just a great actor. Like I've, I've, I've watched a lot of his stuff and, and I like him. He seems like also a really cool person in general. So it's like, he seems very likable. She's very likable. They're both just the most perfect likable couple and that become parents. Yeah. I can see going out for a drink with them. Yeah. I'm a huge office fan. So go to Applebee's Jim and Jim and Pam's relationship was always great for me. I absolutely loved it. I still relive season five and such. It's still one of my favorite seasons. So yes, I agree, sir. 
Is season yeah, five where they... My favorite couple. I'm pretty sure they get married in season five. Hold on, let me look. They get married in season five. I have it up here right now. The, the kiss is in season four, so I'm yeah. assuming season five is probably... Yeah, you're probably nope, right. I was wrong. Season six. Sorry. It was season nope. six, episode four and five is the is the wedding. That's right, because it was, it was towards the start of the... Um, season but season five was when everything kind of because she's in new york and he proposes to her and it's oh she's the one she gets mm-hmm. pregnant in season five at mm-hmm. the end of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The, vo- the volleyball game you find volleyball, out and stuff. Yeah. but but uh yeah season six that the jim and pam episode is great i absolutely love it and i agree they're a good couple i mean i, I know i remember on dating sites people would be like just looking for my gym or something like oh that. every and, time i know and, and i'm just like and, <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm sitting here and I'm just like, just looking for my, my Linda Belcher. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, a mix of Pam and Linda Belcher. Ooh, that's, that, that's, yep. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. So no, the office, I mean, like cool. there's a lot, actually a lot of great couples on the office, but Jim and Pam were always the, you know, they become yeah. parents and, and they're great parents too. So, yeah, because again, this is the top five parent list, not the top five couple list. Boom. Correct. You're correct. And they do become Skadoosh. parents. Yep. Yeah, and right. I would say, honestly, they'd probably be on my top five couple list if I did that as well, uh, just because they're just so great. But they do become parents. They're great parents. They're always trying to get their kids. Remember when 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 Jim walks in on the teacher who's who's going to the bathroom in like uh, uh, the kindergarten class or whatever, but they're yeah. always there for their kids. So that was funny. Great, <laughs> great, great parents. Thomas, how would you like to give us your last one? Well, this is going to get real awkward after Zach kind of just gave me a a slap down <laughs> because I'm going back to the same show. Oh God. Here we oh, go. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. So you really like this show. I do really like this show and it makes me rethink my whole life now that Zach doesn't approve oh, you, of me. <laughs> you, you <kid>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about me. Uh, my opinion doesn't. So count. my, so my last parents are Beth and Randall Pearson, which Randall is the adopted son of Jack and Rebecca. Um, Bob and Linda are who I imagine I'm going to be. Beth and Randall are who I hope I could be. (laughs) Um, They raise two girls at the beginning of the show. um, And then they adopt a teenager because Randall knows what he had to go through as a teenager. um, Being an adopted kid. um, And he wants to help somebody. Um, They're the greatest parents. He makes terrible dad jokes, just like me. Um, do like I just jokes. don't have I just don't have any kids to tell them to and it's terrible it's the biggest injustice of my life that I don't have kids yet to tell these awesome jokes to I mean well, when you the time comes out, you can make I, up I, for I got lost one. time you and Whitney can I can throw one out busy. right now my, my, my favorite joke is uh, so recently I bought a, a racing snail and I wanted to make him faster so I took off his shell but I don't know he just seems a little more sluggish oh there you go <laughs> That is a perfect joke. <laughs> uh, that I like, is a uh, great joke. I like one when I go, I go, do you want to ask me why I'm putting all of these watches together and uh, making them into a belt? He's like, nah, it's, just a, wa- it's just a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so a good, good one too. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Beth and Randall are great. Um, again, I like people who have problems. Um Randall's had to deal with being part of a white family his whole life and no one really knowing who he is. Um, He has anxiety problems. He holds a lot of things in. But he is strong for his family, and that is the reason why he has even more anxiety. 
is because he's trying to be perfect for everyone. Mm. Um, and, and Beth is just a badass bitch. I don't swear a lot and she's a badass bitch. Well, that's well, someone's listening to the show when they like, when, if they've seen the show, they'll probably, uh, you know, agree with you. Cause, cause they're, they're just going to be like, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, my fiance will be like, yep, I agree with you. Zach's mm-hmm. a dummy. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. Mean, again, uh, haven't seen the show, but you know, I mean, like I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm open to it. You know, there's other shows that I'm watching right now, but I mean, like, you know, it comes to a point that maybe we want to, you know, fire something on and, and just get them feelers going. So get, get, get those feelings. So I'll, uh, if you want to feel things, I know how you don't feel anything. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I got the, the, the Dexter going on. <laughs> so the definition is, of not feeling <laughs> is, is Jack or Jack and uh, Rebecca. Is it like they're alive in like the sixties or something like that? And then they have kids or, or the eighties or something. Yeah. And they have kids. Uh, it's the seventies. Oh, okay. I believe they have kids cause their kids are, just turning 40 i think in the first Hmm. it's either 30 or 40 Ah. in the like the first episode is their birthday um yeah but and jack dies when they're teenagers you know that he died when they're they're teenagers but you don't find that out for a while whoa 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 spoilers i just said i was gonna start watching the thing come on you literally you literally get that info (laughs) about one four one fourth of the way through the first episode you know that he's dead yeah that's okay yeah actually i already knew that (laughs) that was one of the things i actually knew i knew that too so yeah cool all right well zach why don't you uh finish us off here all right, cool. So uh, I am a diehard Batman fan. So Thomas and Martha Wayne, I put as my final choice for iconic parents, because if, any, if you could ask anybody again, I, I have a theme with these. If you could ask anybody who are who are Bruce Wayne's parents, most people could say Thomas and Martha Wayne, but they are the catalyst that made Batman who he was. You can't think of Batman's origin story without having uh, his parents getting murdered in the alley. I mean, that is what he did. That's that's what made him Batman. And every iteration we've seen of Batman uh, movie wise and such, I should say, usually includes a scene with <laughs> where his parents get murdered. We're like, oh, my God, I've seen this before. But <laughs> but still, they are very iconic and not iconic in a good way. Like, I don't want them to get murdered. But at the same time, with every negative comes a positive. So you do get Batman. Not saying that that's positive again, not saying murder is positive, but what I'm saying (laughs) is, is there's a cause and effect to everything. And so they are iconic in the way that uh, they are a huge part of who Bruce Wayne is. And uh, yes, so Thomas and Martha Wayne are my final choice for iconic parents. We're not saying best parents, we're saying iconic parents. I guess there is no Batman without them. So that would definitely make sense. Yeah, and absolutely. You like Batman, so <laughs> fucking love Batman. Yes, I am do. Batman, so oh, yeah. That's that. that's my that is my pick. But uh, I don't know. Do you guys have anything to add to that? I've never seen two people die more. I know, just, right? Like, <laughs> they're in like a time so loop. many different deaths, <laughs> so yeah. many different actors, so many different deaths, so many different ways. Just getting shot down the alley. <laughs> so. it, it does seem like they really want to emphasize that. The only one that really comes to mind after that would um, uh, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben, yeah. 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 Uh, Uncle Ben, it's like every time they talk about Spider-Man, it's like, oh, Uncle Ben dies. It's like, damn it. Yes. It it hurts every time. Spider-Man, oh. stop him. Like, just just stop the Oh man. Uncle but. Uncle Aaron actually affected me more in Into the Spider-Verse. Oof. I was just like, yeah. oh my God. I was like crying and shit. Even though I knew it was gonna happen, I was just like, God damn it, you know. <laughs> so that was that was a really good one. But 
Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, Batman. I mean, yeah, uh, Martha and Thomas. I mean, you know, the Wayne family, they are. Out Why'd of you Gotham. say that name? Martha. <laughs> uh, Why'd you God. say that name? <laughs> yes, D- DC and their fantastic writers of movies. Uh, they do much better in the TV shows, in my opinion. Gotham, actually, I, I really, think really enjoyed movie. Gotham. Huh? I still think it was a fine movie. Oh, it was all right. Batman v Superman. I enjoyed it. I yeah. um, I can't stand Jesse Eisenberg in it. I think he's an awful Lex yeah. Luthor, and yeah. he he drives yeah. me bananas crazy. I also think that there was so much wasted potential, like them pulling out. Um, well, I mean, so when they let's see, so the Wonder Woman, I think, was a waste. I get what they're trying to do with it, but then just some of the setups that they had for Justice League felt so forced. And um, yeah, and when they showed Doomsday, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you could have saved that for a completely separate movie because they wasted him. <laughs> so yeah, bad. Doomsday, by the by the way, would if we ever do like a top five villain spoiler, Doomsday, one thousand percent on my top five. I think he's at like when I saw that it was Doomsday. So I have the the Death of Superman comic books. Oh yeah, like, you I and like everyone does. Yeah, you and yeah, like everyone and I, does. I had to buy a second copy of the book and watching Doomsday absolutely destroy the Justice League was like, like teenager me is just like holy shit, this guy Doomsday is this guy is absolutely amazing. I mean, he just destroyed them. And then when he came out and he lived up to the hype. I mean, now we're getting on like a totally different thing, but I love Doomsday. Anyways, the movie was okay, but that whole Martha scene, oh God, that one absolutely made me sick. Yeah, I agree. But great parents. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously there's no Batman. You know, they are iconic. We all know who Batman is. So the, his parents, they have died many times. So we can finally, once again, see how Bruce Wayne becomes yeah. Batman. And, the, and some of the coolest stuff is like in the comic books and in, in the in the Nolan movies in particular, you get to see more of, of how Thomas and Martha affected him and like Thomas in particular, how he um, uh, helped shape Bruce and how he kind of taught him, why do we fall, Bruce, so we can learn to pick ourselves back up? I mean, that was really cool. Then just he, he gave them screen time as opposed to just being like, hey, you're dead, you know, so. But uh, yeah, so let me um, let me recap the list for us. So Dylan, Dylan has Uncle Phil, Linda and Bob Belcher, Morticia and Gomez Adams, uh, Marge and Homer Simpson and Pam and Jim Halpert. That's our Uncle Phil and Aunt Vivian, by the way. Oh, sorry. I forgot to put Aunt Viv. No, nope, so right. I, I do miss Aunt Viv, though. I like her. So she's good. Um, Thomas. Thomas has Danny Tanner, Jenny, uh, Jenny Kasopoulos, Joey. Wait, sorry. Danny Tanner, Jesse Kostopoulos, Joey Gladstone. He has uh, Linda and Bob Belcher, Rainbow and Dre Johnson, uh, Rebecca and Jack Pearson, and Beth and Randall Pearson from This Is Us. And then Zach has Danny Tanner, Jesse Kostopoulos, and Joey Gladstone. And he has Michelle and Barack Obama, Margin Homer Simpson, Vanessa, Vanessa and Kobe Bryant, and then Martha and Thomas Wayne. So that is our list, guys. Those are the iconic parents. Super iconic. Pretty amazing, right? Yeah. That's I mean, a good one. Mine isn't apparently. Yeah. I was gonna no, put Dylan. Is. I was gonna put Dylan Jupp on there, but I ran out of it's only a top five, not a top I know, six. I, so I, I was gonna pick myself also as a as an iconic yeah. parent, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're pretty good. But Tom, I will say, uh yeah. when I when I was looking up various lists and whatnot, uh the people that you mentioned from This Is Us, they were on every single one of them. So mm-hmm. clearly you're not alone on that one. So yeah, like again, the plebs, they don't know anything. So 
<laughs> whatever anyways all right guys let's take this uh let's take this home so all righty well thank you for listening to the top five podcast be sure to follow us on twitter at podcasts top five at zach dale 60 and at tom at tom top five where you can give us ideas tell us if we are crazy or even suggest a topic for a future episode we want to thank our sponsor geek fortress for supporting us be sure to check out geekfortressgames.com for all your magic tabletop and role-playing game needs if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you are think you are right. See ya.